Welcome to Bright Ideas, the podcast for advancement professionals who want to make and demonstrate a greater impact. Sponsored by High Bright. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bright Ideas, a podcast series for advancement professionals in higher education. I'm Sandra Rincon, your host throughout this series. Today, we welcome Dr. Dr. Dilnosa Kasilova. She's a postdoctoral global engagement fellow in Alumni Relations and Strategic Partnerships at the University of Wyoming. Um, Dilnosa is an American Uzbek Russian. She completed her PhD at the University of Wyoming in education with a specific focus on lifelong learning and adult literacy. She has just been awarded the International Volunteer of the Year uh, Award by NASA. NASA is the uh, largest association of international educators um, established in the US. Welcome, Dilnosa. Good morning. Thank you so much, Sandra. Wonderful. Hey, we're, we're celebrating the International Education Week around the world, and it's a great opportunity to learn more about the benefits of international exchanges, international languages and culture, and the importance, of, cor- of course, of, of, of keep learning this intercultural competence and many other skills throughout our lives. So Dilnosa, your, the discussion today or the, our, our conversation today, it comes right, right on time, especially with your expertise in this subject. So I thought maybe we could get started with, uh, you know, the definition. So what is, what is lifelong learning? Thank you, Sandra, again, for having me in your studio. So I would like to start with the, my favorite proverb in Uzbek, which says, which means cradle to grave. So I define lifelong learning as a process of gaining knowledge and learning new skills throughout your whole life. Right. So many people continue their education for personal development or fulfillment, while others may just, you know, use it for a professional development to fulfill their career advancement. So when we talk about lifelong learning, a lot of scholars, according to, you know, different research, when I was looking at it, defined differently. But I would like to say that lifelong learning comprises all phases of learning. It's from preschool and post-retirement. That means what including everybody. It means like all ages are welcome and it covers the whole spectrum of formal, informal and non-formal learning. It means that, you know, learning is a process occurs at all times, at all places. It no matter if you're at the restaurant with your mom learning Mm -hmm. about some specific like coffee types of coffees, or you're learning with your teacher at school when she's teaching you about specific topics or non-formal education when you're coming and learning like at NASA, let's say um, about specific alumni engagement, for example, right? So those are um, examples of those uh, three types. When we talk about formal education, we're talking about where people are coming um, to school or to the university to get their diplomas. When we're talking about informal learning, we're talking about unstructured learning. It's more conversational. It's more about um, learning from skills. And we're talking uh, when we're talking about Non-formal learning, which is my dissertation that focused on that topic specifically, it's semi-structured, something that people learn uh, for their uh, profession or just to build their lifelong learning because uh, learning doesn't stop 
So that's why I started with a proverb that says, you know, uh, we always learn from the time we are born until we, you know, not to say bad, but just, you know, until we go to grave. So. Right. I mean, you know, you see the importance of continue learning throughout our lives, especially, you know, um, the fact that technology does change our work spaces very quickly, right? And so we need to keep up our skills, whether it be with technology, but also in terms of content. I mean, we're we're getting more and more information with, with technology. It offers more um, knowledge and information that is easily accessible. And um, so we need to keep our, yeah, keep ourselves updated in terms of our own specific feels um but but also in terms of you know our hobbies or you know what we enjoy doing during you know our 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 free time that's also so important to keep nurturing that desire and the curiosity to to learn right i mean absolutely um, and i think you know i just wanted to add something that you know unesco uh, focused yeah. on that term a lot, lifelong learning uh, since 1970s, right? I, I you know, reviewed um, a lot of documents on UNESCO. And uh, and I think it's a discourse um, on lifelong learning, but it doesn't mean that it just started now. It has been historically. And although we are worldwide paying attention in the 21st century a lot, as you said, it's all about learning things because you know we may be at the stage that we use something differently rather than now we're focusing on technology right so I think it's so important to be able to utilize all the resources that we have and keep learning about it that you know for example I don't know like when I went to school I didn't feel that I grasped all the subjects but right. then thought that you know later on you can always learn it doesn't mean if you didn't know math when you were a fifth grader on fractions it doesn't mean that you cannot learn it again when you're in your you know university senior or like in you know, a junior you know classes so yeah definitely but, but you know that's what I said we, as as we we need to maintain that um essence of our curiosity and and keep uh yeah keep learning um, you, you know, you, um, Delnosa, you, you develop a, a wonderful and a really very interesting uh, project that you mentioned as we were discussing um, earlier um, before this, this, this interview. It's, you know, the access to the world. That's your project. Tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. So Access the World with World Languages and Cultures is a nonprofit organization in Wyoming, but it uh, is a project of the University of Wyoming alumni, um, you know, it's a type of alumni project that I developed when I was graduating and throughout my master's and PhD. So this program focuses on, um, you know, is committed to 21st century linguistic and cultural literacy, specifically to cultivate lifelong learning, appreciation, enthusiasm for languages and cultures. And we say languages and cultures could be any world languages. So, and uh, this program used language and cultures as being inseparable because we cannot learn language and culture separately. When we learn about specific culture and uh, its language, we try to learn both simultaneously. 
And uh, with that, you know, the mission of this project was to provide access to everybody. Like we said, lifelong learning, it's adults, anybody, you know, from 16 to 80 who want to learn the languages, including less commonly taught languages and uh, being able to gain awareness of world languages in a non-formal setting that I defined today. And I mean, I, when we discussed this, you mentioned the fact that many of those who were offering the, uh, you know, teaching or exchanges of, of language and culture were alumni. Right? Yes, uh, majority of our volunteers, we call them facilitators, uh, were alumni or uh, community members like our uh, faculty, international faculty spouses or their, you know, family members who were part of our community here in Wyoming. So, so, you know, so this is a good, a really good example in terms of um, how this particular topic of of language and culture and exchanges in terms of that knowledge, you know, getting not only your alumni, but also, you know, community members, whether it be what you mentioned, your academic partners, you know, that may, may, may have a bit more time available or just the desire of being able to, to, to share that, that, um, that knowledge and, and, and feel, you know, I mean, I've, I've been an immigrant most of my life, and I know how it's, how nice it is to be able to share, you know, your your um, experience of being an immigrant through language and and culture. Yes. So, you know, you you've developed this this tool, you know, the access to the world, and mm-hmm. as a as a lifelong learning um, tool. Mm-hmm. So, so could we this could we see? lifelong learning as a tool in order for community building. I mean, you're you're here engaging alumni, right? And not only the alumni, but also community in something that is possibly very intrinsic for each of the uh, the members who are offering, who are the volunteers. Absolutely. That's so important and critical. So our project works to create learning communities to nurture cross-cultural, you know, communication and understanding. It's a community building, as you mentioned. I just would like to mention the little story behind this project. So when I was uh, when I was growing up in Uzbekistan, we used to host a lot of Peace Corps volunteers. Those Peace, Peace Corps volunteers not only were at the university level, but they were working with us um, to create, uh, like, you know, community engagement community building, connections. So it's connecting people, no matter what background you are, it's about equity, it's about inclusion, it's about being diverse. So I tried to bring back this idea while I was studying here at the University of Wyoming, um, I thought why we as an international community, as immigrants who are studying here could could bring potentially or, or you know establish a program that contributes to the community giving back the idea of giving back. So I think that was important and uh, being able, uh, the first source of your own country culture and being able to share that beautiful uh, part of who you are. Because you know, uh, when we talk about the culture and language, we're talking about who we are as our identity, right? So it's who we, what we do, our traditions, um, how we celebrate things. It's just basically celebrating diversity within our own community, engaging alumni. Um, so no matter if you're the university alumni or a project, you know, you know, for example, organizational partners alumni working all together on one idea, on one mission. That's, that sounds really, really nice. So, so the, um, 
the model from the Peace Corps became, you know, a model for your your project of um, access to the world. Um, how else do you see that, you know, lifelong learning can be an engagement tool, not only, I mean, for alumni and, you know, in, in a local community as well, I would imagine, right? Yes, absolutely. It's about engaging, you know, uh, when we talk about lifelong learning as a lens or like a framework, we're talking about, you know, connecting, connecting people. So it's building um, kind of, you know, sense of belonging. And also it's about, you know, um, celebrating uh, people, what they can bring to the table, for instance, right? So it's about being able to learn from each other. Like what I know, what can I share when what you know, you can share. Everybody feels like um, sharing their own little expertise on a subject matter where people can openly communicate and talk about topics like culture, um, anything that relates about learning. It could be anybody who can say, hey, um, I speak this language, but I don't know how to use the technology. And the other person comes and says, you know what, I can teach you or like, you know, introducing the idea behind this model is also when we talk about the framework as an example, is being able to connect people like this facilitators, international facilitators or the immigrants to the communities. So those two, um, you know, community members can start communicating, um, I would say naturally, like, you know, um, being able to understand each other. That's what we're talking about the cross-cultural understanding, yeah. Right. Right. So, so, I mean, in, in terms of what um, universities and what alumni relations programs yes. could do in terms of engaging um, alumni is, is this type of projects where, you know, alumni could um, give back through their knowledge, right? So I'm thinking about, um, you know, I've known from some universities, for example, that mm -hmm. um, uh, the, the filling out your tax forms, for example, right? Yes. Um, as as we as we get less savvy with technology, you know, for older the older generation, let's say, you know, the 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 younger generation can facilitate that. And I know that there's been universities that set up projects like that that they see, you know, what are the needs of the local community and where alumni or students themselves could give back that knowledge, could facilitate, could help, right? Yes. In teaching older people or whether it be your, you know, your tax form or you know how to fill it out, what are the important aspects or, or just, you know, how to navigate um, your computer or your laptop, things like that. I think that it is really important for us in alumni relations to be aware of, you know, that building that linkage between the university and the local community and how to engage alumni or something that they could give back in a meaningful way, right? That, that, yeah. that, that, so that that's can... really... I can sum up and say that, you know, when we talk about the university level or alumni relations, when we use the, um, you know, lens of lifelong learning, we're talking about volunteers becoming, um, I wouldn't use the word specialist, but being a, like in this, you know, program that I talked about facilitators, but also being able to give back by recruiting, for example, let's, let's give examples like, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, alumni recruiting, helping universities to bring more students because they are the one who knows how university functions they right. 
yeah, they know the uh, they know the faculty, they know um, different resources on campus, but also being able being able to be an ambassador of your own you know country or culture to introduce. Um, your members, community members, where you studied, you know, for example, at the university level, uh, bring them back to your own uh, community. And we're talking about now establishing like a bigger, you know, lifelong learning as we, if we think about the triangle, like, you know, iceberg. So we're, we're coming from the, from down to top by connecting and um, growing more as a lens of lifelong learning to grow and uh, being able to help the whole world. Like, you know, like uh, trying to, is it the peace mission or it's building peace or it's something specific, but being able uh, to serve besides your work, profession, um, connecting people again. It's all about, I think, community engagement, uh, building community, and also like growing you as professional, as alumni, right? But also being able to help others to learn things. Right, and, and I think that that is where for alumni becomes meaningful, right? Yes. Where they can see that their knowledge that they have can help others navigate something that might for them might be just, you know, very obvious, but for others are not. And in that sense, you know, can help um, communities that just do not have this, the, the, the type of access. So wonderful. So. It's also like appreciation, right? When you know that you're appreciated, not only yeah. when you're a student, but when you graduate, it's so important. It's um, being able that, you know, I am still, I'm still needed. I still can do something. I still can support uh, people. I think it's very important. And uh, through my job, my personal experience, when I talk to alumni, I can see their excitement. Oh my gosh, you still remember me? Am I still, you know, helpful? Can I still be part of your yeah. program? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, exactly, and and and, and that the university has um, the way to be able to engage alumni in something that is meaningful, um, and I think that that we need to become much more aware of the fact that that you know it's not only bringing them to events and giving and, and bringing them um, back to campus, but it's also engaging them in a meaningful way that is that that they feel. Um, they can included. they can give back not not only to the university but to um, to the to the community to the local community where the the university gets both back right they give they get yes. um, the engagement back with the with the alumni but they also become facilitators for the alumni for the local community and you know this is part of that service mission that universities have and that is so important for them to be able to show what their impact is in in the especially in the local communities or even global, you know, as you were mentioning. Vilnosa, we're coming to a close to our um, to our session. So um, we always ask our, our, our guest, you know, to give us um, there are three bright ideas, and, and in this particular uh, case will be about you know lifelong learning as a tool to engage alumni. What would be your you know your three bright ideas? That's that you'd like favorite. to share. That's my favorite part. Thank you so much. Um, I think it's very important to engage the community at large. When we talk about community at large, we're talking about including alumni, the university, local partners, local organizations through learning. It's not only about donations and monetary kind of financial help. It's about being able to grow and learn and making impact. 
And also when we talk about alumni, because we know that, as I said in the beginning of this conversation, alumni want to keep learning. They want to be included. Um, there is a big term right now within all the universities around the world uh, that calls diversity, equity, inclusion, which means being diverse, being included, but being having that equal access right? Even if you're right. you graduated. So it's super important not to forget them because that could be potentially more than that what we expect because each person will bring different unique experiences. But also alumni want to uh, grow personally and professionally, you know, and it's important of, you know, um, getting involved with all forms of learning. Uh, let's say, you know, as I mentioned in the beginning of this conversation again, uh, like, you know, uh, for, uh, formal learning and formal and non-formal learning because this offers, you know, alumni the opportunity to give back through volunteering, but also being able to help and serve the community. And uh, let's say, could it be like helping with recruitment, connecting alumni to alumni, or maybe even connecting to big organizations that can help what is needed to specific universities need to satisfy or like, you know, to accommodate those needs. Right. And um so, Dunosa, I mean, you know, it's kind of to sum it up, you know, for you, you know, this, the lifelong learning really is a tool that we can um, use as a form to engage our alumni, but, you know, and, and, and as a connector, not only in terms of they volunteering and they being the facilitators of knowledge, but also in terms of also being the participants of acquiring you know, new knowledge as well. So, um, so no, wonderful. Thank you so much for your insights. Thank you so much for participating and, and giving us that, you know, um, enthusiasm to think about, you know, outside of what we normally commonly do and think about, you know, what projects could we um, develop and they, they don't need to be huge projects. They can be, you know, small projects where people are learning and, and, and where we can engage uh, alumni in a meaningful way. So thank you so much for joining us today, Dilnosa, and for sharing your insights on thank this, so I think, a very important topic of lifelong learning as a tool to engage alumni. Thank you. Thank you. Well, everyone, thank you for listening and stay tuned for our next conversation and um, stay healthy. Thank you. Bye-bye.